Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your host, Savage Soliloquy, here with another episode of Savage Talk. This won't be brief. We're pretty much doing a review, a little bit of promo. Um, Netflix just dropped a new documentary slash film uh, based on Colin Kaepernick's life, uh, based on how, what led up to him. And all this controversy with the kneeling, you know, people were getting on him because he wasn't kneeling for the national anthem. And like afterwards, people were kind of getting on him because they like, hey, bro, you're a white dude. Like, you know, you ain't really black. Your parents white and all this. And he kind of he addressed all that in the, in this documentary. Um, I'll be going over the first episode today. Just a little bit of it. I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but definitely check out that documentary, man. Colin in black and white is on Netflix. It's crazy. Here go a little promo for it. Let me share a story with you that's not told enough. While I was in high school, I still had a lot to learn about the way the world works. But you know what? I wouldn't trade those moments for anything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's deep. It's only been out for like two days, but it's it's man, I love it, man. I love it. He addresses so much stuff that like, you know, our people go through. Um it's crazy, man. Uh let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk. All right, um he basically starts off, you know, kind of taking an aim at his parents, you know. Like not not in like in a bad way, but like, you know. Show that this is a lot, you know, my parents had to deal with a lot what I was going through because his parents were were white and they didn't really understand how to cater to him as as a black man. You know, um, he goes over, uh, he goes over the first time he got his hair braided and, you know, he basically had to kind of sneak and kind of go to the little hood house, you know. My fault, y'all, I'm on the wrong set. There we go. But he, he basically talks about how he had to go to the little hood house and get a, get his hair braided. Um, this is basically like the only place to have black people in his city, you know. So it was it was a, it was a deep memory for him, you know. Um, he get his hair done, and you know he you know he's uh he's mixed, so you know he has like that light texture texture hair. So it, the girl had like braid him super tight like and he was just going through it <laughs> so his mother like his mother like his mother's a soldier um she she basically like you know talks to one of her co-workers and finds a barber shop for him uh y'all have to get yeah, i've been i've been toe up today with my with my shoulder i'm like leaning and 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 Kind of just just getting up out of bed, but I just you know been laying thinking about about this. I just you know got done watching it, but you know, Colin he 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 doesn't hold back on it. He doesn't hold back at all. Um, he gets the braids and he just talks about how I just gave him this deep confidence, this thick confidence that you know 
was just was just uh made him feel amazing, you know, made made him feel like himself. Um, he even goes through with uh his his parents not being able to season food. It's just so funny, man. Like, you know, no no shout out at uh white people, you know, but we we know it's a whole thing with the seasoning. <laughs> but he kind of goes over it like and he he goes over and gets some soul food from uh the spot where he's getting his hair done. And his mama like his mama basically like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't we don't want none. He like, shh, like, give me some of that. And he tasted it. She like, she's like, oh, he's gonna need some salt and pepper. He puts it on everything. He like, no, mama, like this, this, I'm good. This good. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I think it's a good watch. Um the first episode focuses a lot on his hair, you know, um, you know, basically because he didn't fit in where he was from. He he was in a um basically in an all white neighborhood. And he goes over how he's um when he got into sports, how he was just getting into it with everybody, like like they were just messing with him everywhere he went because he's like the only he's the only black guy on the team. And, you know, they're just like on everything he does, it's just, it's it's crazy. You you gotta check it for yourself. Um but he, he digs in at a lot of stuff that black people go through. Uh he digs on how Iverson was his role model, um, how he was a rebel and you know, he hung you know, he kinda clung on to that. That's the reason he he got the braids, you know, because the girl said, you know, you're cute looking like Iverson and you know, he just stuck with him. <laughs> um he talks about the emergence of hip hop, you know, DJ Cool Hurt, you know, um, and how it was created by rebels, you know, and how hip hop influenced him heavily, you know, even though he was in this all white neighborhood and his parents did not like hip hop, that, you know, he's still able to dig into his culture, you know. Um, man, when he got into sports, he it, is, it digs into how he was just overlooked by everybody, you know, because a lot of these coaches didn't want a black man on their team. You know, uh, it just, it just is what it is. Um, he was losing jobs to like lesser skilled guys until like he kind of learned to finesse the system, which is what we, we usually have to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing watch. It's, it's a good watch. I would definitely recommend, um, I would definitely recommend it. Definitely a good watch. Um, it kind of even digs into where, like, how his father, how his white father was using his connections, you know, to get get him attention because he just couldn't get it, you know, naturally because, you know, he would wear because of him wearing braids and wearing his afro out. They would always, like, make fun of him and, you know, call him unprofessional and all that. It's a, it's a, it's a scene on there where they call him unprofessional. He's like, man, I'm a kid. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it digs deep, man. Um, but he worked harder and, you know, he dreamed of getting into the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert, he made it to the Super Bowl, you know, uh, but then got into all this craziness with the kneeling, um, with, uh, kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, people called him unpatriotic and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, he was being as patriotic as you can, uh, be like, you know, Standing up, like <laughs> kneeling, <laughs> kneeling for injustice, you know, and kneeling for the fact that, you know, our national anthem is a racist song. 
You know, I, I know that I know that rubs a lot of people wrong, but it is what it is. It's a song talking about the enslavement of people, you know, when, when you go into like the deeper the next verses, but they don't ever really sing like them other verses, like at least as far as we know. But it's a racist song, man. It, it's time to change it. Like if this truly going to be the land of the free, you know, land of liberty, uh, equal justice, all that. We got to get rid of that national anthem, man. I'm sorry. And, you know, I know some of my listeners going to be like, man, what the hell? But um, if you're not hip, just look, look up the look up the lyrics to the national anthem. Um, it's pretty sick. Look up the second verse. Uh, it talks about the cat. No, no slave will escape, you know, the flag, which basically means no slave is going to um, escape the army, the country. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's craziness. But people defend things over tradition instead of its actual meanings. Because as humans, we tend to dig in and catch something and it becomes our own meaning, you know. Uh, but it's bad. It's bad. Go watch that Colin in black and white, man. Amazing watch, man. Amazing watch. It's entertaining. And it's it's it digs deep into like what a lot of people in the black community go through. So catch that on Netflix. Uh Great Watch by Colin Colin Kaepernick and Ava DuVernay. Um yeah, they made they made a nice masterpiece with that. Go check it out. Um, if, if you're watching this, subscribe, man. Subscribe to our YouTube, Savage Castle Productions LLC. Definitely, um, subscribe to that. You know, uh, check us out on our website, savagecastle.org. We'll be having a lot of updates coming soon. You know, ways for people to get in because we are working on a nonprofit to, um, kind of help, help with some of these low income communities. Um, we're trying, we're trying to do therapy. We're trying, we're trying to, uh, you know, dig into the therapy field because we know um, being in the hood, being in these low-income communities, is a lot of people have post-traumatic, you know, what I'm saying, uh, syndromes. Uh, so much trauma in, in poor neighborhoods. Uh, usually, when you talk about poor neighborhoods, you're talking about black neighborhoods. So, you know, not only are you going through it with the poverty. You know, it's a lot of racism and a lot of resources being stolen and, and held back from, you know, these low income people. So we're trying to do our part to dig in, you know, want to be a part of that. Definitely uh, hit me up. Um, you can actually go on savagecastle.org and contact me. You can contact me through whatever you're watching through. Just let me know if you're trying to be, you know, uh, involved with that. With that, I definitely have to say, go watch that movie, man. And I got to say, what up, what up, what up? You know, enjoy the rest of your day. I got a couple things to do. Um, you got some ice pit on his shoulder. <laughs> so um, we'll catch y'all next time, man.